Well, yeah. Welcome to Next Up NXT, <laughs> the absolute best uh, NXT recap podcast. And if you can show me one better, then I'll listen to it because I like podcasts. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick. Uh, this is Kyle. Kyle, say hi. Hi. Yeah. Uh, happy happy Halloween. Nope. It's not Halloween. Anymore. We're a little bit. Yeah, we're a little bit past Halloween. How was your Halloween, by the way? It was good. It was good. I just uh, I dressed like uh, Flynn Rider, you know, uh, Eugene mm. Fitzherbert for the people that are like, you know, really into Disney and they're like, that's Dang. not his real name. Uh, I know right. that. I went as Eugene Fitzherbert from the show. So post movie, he's got a black vest, black boots, you know, so that, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. How was your Halloween? It was good. I, I got to um I got to see some friends and uh I didn't dress up. Yeah. So yeah. Did your friends dress that. up? They all did, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm a bad friend, a bad Halloween party guest. Um, but I am very uncomfortable in outfits. I also have no money and uh I just hate it. I hate I have a lot of bad memories about Halloween, so I end oh, up not no. dressing up. Yeah. Should we go into that? Uh, you and I should go into that or start a different podcast about like childhood trauma or something. Oh my God. We should do that. We could do that. <laughs> we have, <laughs> we have the material yeah. uh, and, and, and the guests and the potential guests, which would just be everyone, you know, <laughs> it's it all. If, if we have a Childhood's guest, it's hard. like, wh- why'd you do this to me? <laughs> uh-huh. That's oh, a segment. Yeah. <laughs> that's a segment. Why'd you do this to me? Why'd Featuring you do Why? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't think I was just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Halloween was good. Um, but more, more importantly, and I think more to the point, Kyle, what do you love about pro wrestling? I loved a lot of things this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved Johnny actually, yes. an- well, sort of answering th- the people who want to know why he's doing this. He's like, you know, I didn't lie. He tweeted this, and we'll go over that tweet and what it could have meant. Uh, some hidden hidden meetings in there but he he's like i i told the truth i love you uh i love the nxt universe all you have to do is ask me why and i'll answer it you know um so i like that because i i like that i don't know if he's actually being completely honest there and i'll go into that in a little bit uh that's an important tweet for his character you know oh well yeah that was his comeback tweet because he wasn't tweeting before the turn and he definitely didn't tweet like two or three days after. So, yeah, that was an important tweet. Um, and I liked... Where is that? Oh, that's right. I, I wrote down pumpkins, and I didn't know why I wrote yes. down pumpkins. So the one thing I do know that happened on Raw was something <laughs> that came up in my Twitter feed, which was I saw Cesaro on on the mat, and it looked like he was just bleeding. Like, I thought he died. Right. And well, I, I want to say real quick that was SmackDown, but oh, right, right. I think. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, it was SmackDown, and uh, so I still don't know really what happened there or why, yeah. <laughs> what that was yeah. on him. But I know he didn't die because I just saw part of him on Crown Jewel. So right, he didn't die. <laughs> uh, you know, the WWE fans are. We have a tradition, which is the uh, trick or treat fight or trick or street fight something like that trick so or street fight i like that chick right. trick or street fight so uh yeah and the new day by the way this is what i loved about wrestling the new day dressed as the brood which if you don't know the brood they are uh, edge christian 
and Gangrel. Okay. Uh, from yeah, and so they were like a vampire type team uh-huh. of, of vampire, and they like rose up from the ground, and the cool, dope ass music played, and there was fire, and they had like blood in their mouths and stuff, and so wow. uh, the cool. New Day came out as as uh, the Brood, and it was it was wonderful, and they did like a great that. job, and they spat blood in uh, not real blood, but red mist in in Big Show's face. So what was covered? What was Cesaro covered in? Was it just fake? That blood? was that was the red mist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, and okay. and a, I guess it's okay to use just a bunch of fake blood on your kids' show as long as it's Halloween. <laughs> but everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone knows because they were doing a brood thing, and the brood have the fake blood. It's like everything in wrestling is so. There's so much to explain. <laughs> yeah. For people who are coming in, so but I, it was a fun. It was a fun match. I like that. Yeah. So what did you like? That was what I liked. That was what yeah. I liked. I liked oh, the yeah, specifically the, yeah. the New Day dress. We had the same, same thing. Because you just you just saw Cesaro with a bunch of blood. You <laughs> thought it might have been real blood and then pumpkins all over the place. And yeah, I agree. That is a great image. Yeah. I thought he died. I didn't do any research because I wanted to ask <laughs> you. So I was kind of worried about Cesaro until I saw him on Crown Jewel. So there you go. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. And then, and then, then Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I was looking through because we like to talk about what happens on Twitter because with wrestling, yes. it, it ties in well. Um, and this isn't, not, it's not NXT, but Becky Lynch to me is NXT because when I started watching NXT, she was a big part of that show, a big part of the reason I kept watching. And uh, she's on the main roster now. She's a SmackDown Women's Champion. And she's had some pretty spicy tweets uh, yeah. leading up to her match against Ronda. She's really leaning into that that kind of hardcore heel character now, you know, she reminds me of Champa a little bit with how she gets on people's uh, cases all the time now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do well, like well, it, but really it's good. It's like, um, so she sort of kind of, uh, eased, eased up a little bit in terms of how she talks about the fans. She even had a tweet about how the fans came with her, um, okay. when she crossed over. And, and so she's more, she's doing just like a, I'm, I'm great. I've got an attitude about it, which is a, a perfect type of character to have. So yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah. And she retained. So that was kind of cool. Um, that match was really good on evolution. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of evolution, including the um, NXT championship match between Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. Which yeah. We got a little bit of a, kind of a refresher on during this episode yeah that was a i watched that i had to watch it right before i watched nxt because i didn't watch all of evolution in one sitting i had to watch snippets mm-hmm. of it and uh yeah man that match was good i like that Shayna just couldn't win <laughs> with uh just by herself she had to have a friend help her out you know one of the force horse women Four horse, yes, one of the force, force horse. Horse no, that's cool. We could talk about force horses. I mean, that sounds kind of neat. That sounds like like Jedi should have yeah. something to ride around other than a giant lizard. <laughs> so I would call it a force horse. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. Let's let's talk about it when we get to that in yeah, the recap because they had a cool kind of follow up backstage thing on this episode of NXT. Yeah. Uh, before we leave that Twitter section, I was talking about the Johnny thing. Here, I found the actual tweet, if we could talk about it for a second. Um, He said, always remember, dot, dot, I would never lie to you, NXT Universe. Mm. I love you guys. That's an exclamation mark. If you would like to know why, all caps, dot, dot, all you have to do is ask me. I will tell you, dot, dot. So he's a fan of the two dot ellipsis 
which is not great because it's not correct. Sure. You, you got 250, 240, 250 characters to work with, you know. Uh-huh. He didn't he could have done the three old habits. The, yeah. It's those old 140 character habits. We all the shortcuts that we that we took tweeting back in those times and and he just stuck with them. Yeah. All right, so he he capitalized never. I would never lie to you. Mm. Uh, if you would like to know why, he capitalized why. And I'll tell you, at the end, so I thought this was interesting, he did the dot dot after I'll tell you. To me, I read this not sarcastically at first, but when I reread it with the capitalized never and the capitalized why, I kind of think he's being sarcastic with us to the point where like, I'll tell you, um, almost with a not at the end, you know, like not, I won't tell you anything because I hate you. You guys left me when I was at my darkest moment, you know, like you weren't there for me, just like you weren't mm-hmm. there for Champa. And I feel, I almost feel like he f- feels like that about us as fans now. Maybe well, we'll, we'll find out soon. Uh, but yeah, when I read that tweet, I liked it because it definitely was like, well, this could be an evil person tweeting this, or it could be, a person with good reasons tweeting it. We just don't know until we find out. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, one of the one of the worst things that heels do, not worst, I mean it works, but one of the, one of the the uh crappiest things that heels do is uh pretend is mock the the good guys and how they talk. Yeah. So, uh, this could have been just sort of a uh, what you were talking about, but yeah, um I love the intrigue. I love the fact that they just they leave questions sort of hanging. Um, and then they follow through, you know, that's yeah. the, that's why we like NXT so much is because there is always follow through. And, yeah. uh, so that presented a new question for us, which is great because that's just like, oh, there will be an answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that ellipsis at the end, the two dot, he used the ellipsis all the way through with a following thought. So he left out a thought that he did have. I want to know what that thought is, you know? That's why I feel yep. like he's just going to swerve us with, no, I'm not going to tell you because you don't care. Um, or maybe he will. And, I also, and it's going to be a dark I want to mention too, because there was a good video package at the at the front of the show kind of catching you up on everything that's happened with this storyline. Yeah. And what I like about this storyline, well, I'll just step, step back a little bit. It's too comp- It's too complicated for any wrestling show except for NXT that I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know if I've ever watched a wrestling show that could... F- figure out how to make this complicated or complex of a wrestling storyline work and well, and keep it going for so long right right yeah and so they just did everything they didn't do everything right but they did the most important things right uh, yeah. they they even when you know we had notes on the production of certain segments it was like well at least that segment told us something it wasn't just fluff so yeah. um i dig it yeah yeah I, i'm and it's still coming to a head. Like I, I still feel like I have no idea how it's going to end. I have a thing <laughs> that I want to happen, right? I sure. want them to get back together. And I think getting back together Me in too. a dark way is also not how I expected this to go either. But, uh, and that could happen. I, I have no idea. Is it Johnny's going to be dark? Champa's going to be dark and they still hate each other. That can certainly happen. They don't have to get back together. Sure. Um, Very true. Johnny could just go darker than Champa and then, you know, whatever. Who knows? And that's what's so cool about it because it's so open-ended right now 
with how they've mm-hmm. treated the storyline that you can't really guess it. Um, I do also, I want to say something. This is also uh, more real life stuff, but uh, I want to warn anyone listening to this recap right now. Uh, Kyle is a little under the weather. Yeah. And I am <laughs> like, I've been sober for three days and it's not easy. <laughs> oh, hey man. Yeah, so I've got a lot of things I'm, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I always take breaks from, from, you know, things yeah. that help me cope uh, because you should, you should deal with things. Um, but, you know, what I'm saying is listeners, I'm on edge. Kyle has got, got a cold and it's just with the joy of NXT yeah. that brings this podcast to you. Oh, yeah. I would use my cold to get out of anything else. That's right. And as you should. <laughs> and by the way, what other what other topic could you talk about right now? And it would be like, no, I'm, I'm, I want to. I, I feel like shit, but I, wa- I want to talk about this. So, oh, no, yeah, nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we love the show and we love you. Yeah, we love you if you like NXT. That's um, all you need. That's a low bar, but it's, <laughs> I love a lot of people. Uh, I, I had a question before we get into recapping the show. I noticed that Street Profits went on Evolve and they won mm. the tag team championship. And then, uh, what's his face? Eichner went on and he won the champ. He won the so- singles championship. So should yes. we be paying attention to Evolve, Evolve? and kind of bring that and in? Because I think that's important. They're, I think yeah. Street Profits are going to bring those tag belts over onto the recording, right? I mean, what else? Why'd they do that? Evolve, Evolve here in the States and then Progress in the UK. Uh, those are brand, those are um, promotions that I think Triple H has chosen to work with because yeah. they already were a, a certain amount of professional and had great talent coming through and they're comfortable working with them. And so if you look at like a, like Keith Lee kind of had matches with NXT guys and they, they it's a great way for them to, to sort of... Um, feel people out and see, okay, is this, is this person going to have good uh, chemistry with our stars? And so, yeah, I think watching Evolve or at least keeping an eye on what goes on there is smart because you're going to see future NXT stars and you're going to see current NXT stars going down there and, and you know, making the show better. So yeah. I yeah. like, I love that. I think it's so smart. Um, it's one of the great decisions that, that they've made with NXT. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And especially with Eichner, like, mm-hmm. He has a championship. He's bad. Yeah, he's great. He's he's a bad man. Uh, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, and and so this, the fact that you can use uh, a title like the Evolve title gives him a little credibility with the with the hardcore audience. And it doesn't really do anything with your. Sh- it doesn't interrupt your show. It doesn't take time away from your show. Um, but then they can later point back to it and say, "Oh yeah, he was the champion." And uh, it's it's kind of a win win win. Well, yeah, he can start a feud now with anyone and have that evolved title on him, you know, and it'll give credence and, you know, it, he'll look like a threat now, which is great. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm excited about what they could do with that. There's a lot of new storylines that they can introduce just by being in partnership with Evolve and Progress. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So anything, when it when something happens like that, we'll just give an update, right? Is that what you're saying? I, yeah, I think it's worth it, yeah. and I didn't even know. So thanks oh, for filling go. me in on that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. I think that's that's it. You wanna... That's it for the episode. Yeah. Uh, no, I think <laughs> the the first match that we had on this episode was Nikki versus Mercedes Martinez. Were you ready to talk about that? Oh yeah, I'm ready to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, right. and uh, I got a little clip that you're probably not going to hear because we have, <laughs> we have <laughs> audio, audio issues. issues. Um, yeah. But I do want to play this because, and I hope you I'll still it. react to it though. Yeah, you can react to it. I'll if you don't hear it, just pretend something. Yeah, I'll tell you when it's over. Okay. But uh, I think it's important because it. I found out why I don't like Nikki Cross. I found I found it out and I feel so much Finally. better for it. Yeah. And in a way, it made me feel like I like her a little bit more now because of it. Like I'm more accepting of it. So anyway, I'll, I'll play this clip. And if I keep blinking, it weakens me. But if I'm talking to you and I don't blink and I just keep going and I don't blink and I keep on going and I don't blink, you start to listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> and sure. it makes me a very strong yeah. person. Does she blink a lot? Yes. Am I... Okay. Yes, okay. she blinks way too much. And going back to the, <laughs> <laughs> that's Michael Caine, by the way. He gave like a right. acting, uh, like an on camera in the studio, like here's how to act better to a bunch of people, right? And they sure, recorded he's pretty it good at YouTube. acting. Yeah, yeah. And this <laughs> that quote has been with me because I did acting classes, uh, mm -hmm. I did some acting in college and stuff, and that was the thing that I went back to and I tried to practice, and it's really not that hard to do practice not blinking and you come across as a stronger character. And now your character has to, that has to apply to the character. Like right. you don't want to not blink and then be a weak character, you know, right. If right, you're a weak right. character blink. Uh, anyway, I think it's unnatural for someone not to blink. And I think it's kind of crazy when you don't blink as well. It, it can be unsettling mm -hmm. for people. So if you're a crazy character like Nikki cross, I think it's important for you not to blink. And back when I started like disliking her character and I couldn't put my finger on it and I got it. You weren't this time. buying, you weren't buying her. Like I'm not buying this, the shtick, this performance. That was what we talked about. Yeah. And it was all because, and I kept bringing up the eyes, but I never once mm -hmm. talked about the blinking because I wasn't putting two and two together. And that's I'm glad exactly you found why. It. Yeah. I'm glad you found, you found it out. Sometimes there's not a reason, but that that's definitely one that would speak to you whether or not you noticed it. Uh, yeah. you know, it's yeah. one of those things that you know your brain notices but you don't. Yeah. Uh, because I I that was not on my mind, but yeah. uh, now that you mention it, I think that's uh that's probably right. But uh yeah, this match was Nikki and Mercedes uh yeah. really kind of having a beating each other up essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and uh it was okay. Like I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed myself watching it. There were some like weird sloppy moments I noticed at the beginning a little with bit. Nikki like turning very slowly to get around uh, Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, so Mercedes had a, a little, hand lock. Choreography. Yeah, Mercedes had a hand lock on Nikki, and Nikki tried to spin uh, around Mercedes, but in order to physically get around her, Mercedes had to let go. And then it's a close-up, yeah. and you just see that Mercedes could totally counter this, and she just waited for Nikki to slowly get around her. Um, that threw it me off. It was a little a little stilted. I liked to see Mercedes Martinez on NXT because yes. I've enjoyed some of the stuff she's done in the uh, May Young Classic. Both years, by the way, she's been involved with that. Um, she seems like, based on what I know about Mercedes Martinez, someone uh, who... Another person who's been a veteran of the industry for so long, uh, wrestling on the indies for so long, uh, that having her around is probably valuable in a lot of other ways. 
Um, so good, okay match to open the show, right? But yeah. then what it leads into is really what that's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I thought this next part was great. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, before we get there, though, I, I do have sure. some positive things to say about the match. Because I, oh I, yeah, yeah. Like Sorry, I started I to cut you off. Oh no, it's cool. Because I started liking Nikki more after I finally put it together what I didn't like, right? Because um, I, I can kind of, I don't know, forgive a little bit of that. I don't know if that's the right word, but Mercedes showed a lot of Ignore. good offense here. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, I, I want to see more of her. And I can't remember where I saw her last. Was she on May Young? She was on the May Young Classic this year, last year. And I That's think close. she may have had one match on yeah. NXT last year right. after the after the tournament. Um, yeah. Because they have them there. And it's like, well, let's see what, what you can do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, indeed. This match, one thing that was weird about it for me was that Nikki's a lot smaller frame-wise. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes and and usually you can use that to tell a certain kind of story with this they were really trying to do like two bulls butting heads yeah um and, and so it was a little I think the size stuff made it awkward these these women don't work with each other regularly like uh you know others might yeah um but but at any rate I I did like to see Mercedes get more exposure and then also as you said, get some offense in some great close-ups of Nikki, like with the blood and, and looking, yeah. looking crazy. I thought she that, you know, kicked. yeah, <laughs> she did. Yeah, yes. Uh, it's uh, not ballet, but yeah, she, she was uh good close-ups there. And then her interaction with, um, with Alistair, I really enjoyed Or yeah. Well, I guess it was well, first, it was Candace, Candace. First, right? Yeah. yeah. So dark Candace comes out. She was wearing all black except for her red shoes, which I just attribute to blood. Real dark um, lipstick dark lipstick and like mm-hmm. dark eyeshadow too. It was like not a clean eyeshadow. It was that kind of splotchy kind of scary eyeshadow. And I, right. I, I like that because it alludes to, yeah, Candace probably had something to do with setting up the event for Gargano to kick Alistair. Right. Cause if she's in all black, she's got to be turning too. That that's not on, on accident that she came out wearing right. all black. So, yeah, no, it felt very, uh, it felt like there was some meaning behind it, uh, because the look was so different, her attitude, um, and then coming out, I I like this dynamic. Now I I had this realization when I was thinking about Nikki Cross's role in all this. Yeah. She was repeatedly questioned by people in NXT who weren't Aleister Black and she felt no, uh, she did not feel like it was her job to tell anyone anything, Except for Alistair, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Even 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 her boss, it just sort of gave him riddles. And so um, I like that her she has like her own twisted version of justice, where you know she she's not going to talk talk to anyone about it because she doesn't really feel like it's anyone's business. When Alistair asks, she tells him and sort of gives him his space. Yeah. Why Why is that? Why do you think that is? Why is she backing up from Alistair in this scene? Is that what you're? Yeah. Like, why does she? he's not like, I guess he is commanding her, right? In a way. So is that Mm. more about Alistair's dark, like... To me, he's sort of a threatening presence because he's so angry. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. I was trying to think... I was trying to think maybe like the whole... uh, Is he playing into the dark arts part of his character here? Like... 
he's <laughs> commanding and she's like kind of scared of that part of him. But you're right. He is just so angry. So I'm not going to go. That's that. my that's my take yeah. is he is seething. And so when you see someone with that kind of energy, you just want to give them their space. And and Nikki does that well, backs away, yeah. kind of looks back at Candace, who is in the ring, <laughs> which was great. Uh, and then Alistair Black approaches the ring. Yeah. And then he said, like, they didn't mic it at all, which I thought was interesting. Um, but you could still kind of hear. Yeah. He said, your husband is gone. Like his future. Your husband's future right. is gone. Where is Johnny? You could read that on his lips quite oh, yeah. clearly. But then when he said, your husband is gone, I didn't hear what he said, but then Nigel told us. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that makes sense with Alistair to be, he's not a yelly. He doesn't normally yell. So Right. Um, uh, he's he's very angry and he's got to be able to show that in his way and uh, he does it like with these kicks and strikes and right. whatever yeah um, but but uh, yeah uh, Candace and and um, and Alistair in there interesting chemistry between those two she's refusing to tell him where Johnny is I don't know he's not here you'd know where he is like of course um, and so and and Candace I didn't mention but was yelling at Nikki like. These, these, this is people's lives. Why are oh, you yeah, laughing? Yeah. Um, when all she did was, as far as we know, tell someone who got attacked who attacked them. Um, yeah. So uh, there's definitely, it makes you wonder, why does Candace have this attitude? Is she just bad now? Or um, is there more information that we don't know? Probably well, both. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say both. Like, I, I still feel like they're going to have some kind of twist that's going to throw us at some point i i don't know man this is so crazy because this is almost two years right in the making going back to when diy was formed you know i would go back to when they were formed yeah um so yeah long long time it's a long freaking story and it's great it's been a strong yeah it's the thread has been strong throughout and and this takeover uh we may end up getting you know gargano and champa will be in different matches but it's still like there's something going on there and everything's sort of interconnected. Yeah. When they're in the same building, you just kind of assume that no matter what, they're going to come head to head or, you know, share the stage at some point. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like they, they were also supposed to have that house show where they were doing that tag team. And I brought this up two episodes ago where Gargano, if he was outed as the one that kicked Alistair, which is what happened, um, Wait, was it? Do we know he was kicked? I thought it well, was just like he. I I say kicked. Um, knocked him down because he he gets kicked a lot and gets back up. I'm thinking it was you got to I okay. So well, brass Lars knuckles, is right. He had the brass knuckles on the desk. Oh, that's right. They were definitely brass knuckles. Okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my God! Wait, mystery mystery solved. Who gave him the the brass knuckles? The knucks? Oh no! Dang. He's the knockout artist, dude. That's true. That's true. I think Ono is involved somehow. I still think he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think all three of them are, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't the wait. The trifecta of secret baddies. Yeah. Um, okay. The next, the, I, I want to get to the next one because I love you and I want you to get some orange juice or whatever you need to do. Uh, but review of the Street Profits and the Mighty, their feud will be blown off in this episode. They basically finish it off, I think, right? Oh, you thought that this was finished with? Well, I guess so because they Street Profits win, they get their cup back, they get their chains back, right? I think it mm-hmm. should be over here. The, there wasn't much of a story other than 
the mighty just being jerks and taking right. their stuff, right? So, and the mighty doesn't have any build again, like no promo. The only thing we get is kind of a package of in-ring action that's led up to this point, which was just one other match. Um, yeah, and when when you're running into time limits on a show like NXT yeah. where there's so many stories to tell and you've everything's hot, I understand why there are rumors about the show being longer. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't because, know that. I didn't know there were rumors about it being longer. Yeah. Well, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. I'd okay. be down to clown with some 90-minute uh, or even a two-hour show if they're talking about putting it on TV with commercials and stuff. I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, well, so. then, if they put it on TV, though... It, it won't be the NXT we have grown to love, but that's a different yeah. conversation for another well, day. Well, you you are assuming that. I wouldn't assume that. If, if if Triple H is still running the show, and they did they did have that one episode on USA, yeah. uh, which admittedly did not feature a women's match because it had to be shorter. Um, yeah. But but uh, I don't know. This is all rumors and speculation anyway, so I, I'm sorry for troubling you with it. Yeah, no, no, it's... I, yeah, we probably shouldn't spend too much time talking about that. It just makes me think like, yeah, Triple H would be in, in charge, but then also they're getting advertiser dollars, right? And that really is yes. what runs the show. Because we're already seeing that Fox wants a more sports-oriented broadcast with SmackDown and less right. jokey stuff. So they're already going to change SmackDown when that airs on Fox. I would assume I don't think that same yeah, thing Fox. would happen with NXT. Fox want if they want that you know WWE will figure out how to do it in their way yeah. I, I don't I, I would not anticipate advertiser dollars because also it's rare but there are sometimes things advertised on NXT but if you got it on TV you'd have big advertisers I don't think advertisers know what the hell's going on with wrestling I, I think they're concerned about the demographic and, yeah. and who's going to spend what money um and I don't see anything on NXT since I've started watching the show that's been like super problematic or controversial. They just run a really old school wrestling promotion. Yeah, and that's true. It's like, yeah, there's hardly anything to be upset about. Um, with with the main roster, there's all this stuff that breaks immersion and all this like political stuff. And yeah. uh, it's just like, it's stuff that doesn't help with escapism, which is what wrestling is for a lot of folks. So, right. um, but anyway... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on. Yeah. Because we got we got the the final uh match in this feud, we think, and the yeah. Street Profits are victorious and then both of these teams will go on to do something else, I'd imagine. Yeah, and well, I hope Ford goes off and does some singles because he keeps showing like in this match that he's just one of the most athletic guys on the roster and I think he's kind of held back by being on a tag team that's kind of in the middle, you know? Like he Could has be. so much yeah. talent. Street Profits are great, but they're not building them to be competing against War Raiders in the Undisputed Era. They keep giving them like the entertainment section of the the show, right? Like they either open up to get people pumped. Um, they're not really building them up to be threats to hold. Did the they title. open up our live experience when we went and saw them live? I can't Maybe. remember. I think they did. Because they, didn't they fight? Yeah, they, um, they for sure did. And I think that's kind of a good tag team to have around people yeah. who you can... It's like the New Day opens so many shows because yeah. immediately people are like, oh, I'm happy because these people who just make me happy are here. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, I don't know. He, I agree that, that um, 
that Ford has singles potential, although I've never, I haven't seen him wrestle singles. Um, and then I feel like Dawkins is just the, I think he's a victim of, of a, a, a bad, like, cause we talked about the whole like basketball jersey thing with Ono. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to, I mean, I don't like the basketball jersey thing. It doesn't bother me enough to where like, <laughs> I don't like those wrestlers. Sure. But, I think he's. I think that's a. That's not a good look for a wrestler. So I. I would love to see him with a new look. I actually like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's fun. But he's interesting. But yeah, they just. It, it, it'd be cool to figure figure out more for them. Yeah. Something more for them to do. I the I liked. Uh, the mighty did a move in this match that I thought was really cool. They had uh, I think Ford. Yeah, Ford was on the top rope in the corner on the post, and uh, I don't remember. I think it was Miller or no did <laughs> I my memory is like messing up on this because I can never remember who's pulling off what move when they're doing a tandem thing so like that's fine yeah Thor let's just say Thorne runs over and he climbs up and kind of grabs on the Ford and then uh Miller grabs Thorne and like body slams his partner so <laughs> Thorne can back like throw Ford behind him, like slam him yeah. on the mat. That was like such a cool move, but it required like a teammate doing a move on his own teammate. It was the weirdest thing, but it was pretty awesome to see. Yeah, and and when you can watch as much wrestling as I do, or even you do, as watching a you know a show every week, uh, when you can see something new, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I can't think of a time when they. <laughs> purposely I, did a body slam on their own teammates so they could actually do a move on the other team. It was just like a neat thing to watch. I do want to say this match was a really good tag match, but then yeah. there was another really good tag match later that I actually liked more. Uh, what was that? Oh, oh yes, because it was Raul. Is that the one you're talking well, about? I love everyone in that match because I didn't know about Umberto Carrillo. Maybe we should wait. (laughs) Yeah, we should wait because that's toward the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh my God, anything with Raul, man. He was like the standout on the show for me. Um, Cool. God, I love... Well, besides what we're about to talk about in a little bit, Riddle, you know. That's true. Now, uh, before that, uh, Lars is pissed. He is throwing small things. He's throwing big things. Um, And I think he's got a point. I think he's kind of got a point. Yeah, Regal. I think he should get a title shot, and probably has proven himself more, even more than Dream has, as far as storyline goes. Yeah, I think um, that's right. So I'm excited. That looks like it's going to be a triple threat, right? Yeah, as much as I would rather, and I think we talked about this last week. I would rather watch a Champa Dream match just the two of them because of what we saw right. in our local event that we went to see the house show. It was just so mm-hmm. such an amazing match. Um. I don't want to see Lars in that match. So if if Regal can keep him out of it just a little bit longer, I would be happy. But you're right, like story wise, uh, yeah. Lars, and you look at it as a booker, it. and you're like, well, I got to put Lars on the show. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you have to. So that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Um, does Gar? Yeah, Gargano has a match. He's fighting Alistair, well, of course. We, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lars could be mad that Alistair kicked him in the face again. <laughs> Lars, you know what? I would buy him being mad at just about anybody. So I, I suppose there are different places for him to go. But uh, yeah, we had this little backstage deal with, with Lars. Uh, yeah. And then 
And then Luke Menzies and Matt Riddle. Why don't you talk about this match? Because you got excited about it. Yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Luke Menzies. This is like one of the perfect, probably the most perfect debut match you could think of for anyone really, especially Matt Riddle, because Luke Menzies is threatening just to look at. To me, he's almost as big as a Lars, and this guy is really talented too, so he could like hold his own against Lars and be in the title picture just by looks alone and talent alone. We don't know hardly anything about him, and he's fighting Matt Riddle. So well, Menzies Menzies uh, ha, was a rugby player and has yeah. an athletic like his footwork. We talk about footwork all the time. Both of these guys had amazing footwork, but that's where you know when you have someone with um, with legit sports background and just looks the part. Um, he was a he was a good hoss to have go up against Riddle. Yeah, and so I had a lot of favorite things. Like I, I watched this match a handful of times in one sitting. Like I rewound it. I was like, I got to watch this again because I I can't tell you enough. And I'm going to try. Getting, I'm going to try. You're getting, an XT, you're getting an XT VHS tapes that I don't know about. I'm really <laughs> yeah. jealous. Yeah, rewound it, you know. Yeah, it's still the rewind button. What do you call it? Do you scrub it? You scrubbed it back? Um, What would I say? I would just go back. I would say I would just go back, yeah. I just went back and watched it. Okay, yeah. But rewind, rewind, I like, I like that. I don't, I'm not making funny. I like that you're using that. <laughs> well, it's weird to say it because you do attribute that to VHS tapes or whatever. But um, I skipped back and I watched it again and uh, a lot of times. And then I would pause it because these little things were so smart for Matt Riddle. Like the very first move of the match was Luke Menzies running at Matt Riddle like full speed and any other wrestler would have like juked out of the way and let Luke Menzies just go hit himself in the corner right Right. not Matt Riddle Matt Riddle like crouches gets low and just thunks just thunks himself I don't know a better word because that is descriptive (laughs) enough to know two two hunks hey two hunks thunking in the middle of the ring ain't nothing (laughs) wrong with that yeah, so he just thunked him in his midsection, stopped Luke <laughs> Menzies from even moving, and then just started doing some offense. And I was like, that is the first three seconds of the match, and that is probably one of the most amazingly subtle, strong moves I've seen. And Matt Riddle is already like my favorite wrestler in NXT right now because of just that three seconds. And not to mention his entrance music being perfect for him. Did you get that? Like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, nineties. Yeah, man. That I loved it. Yeah. And so I think good. we I put in the Discord, like I I I really the whole bro, bro, bro thing um could be really annoying, except that he he leans into it and it's his yeah. it's really his whole like attitude and his whole uh demeanor yeah. with his with his face to the crowd and everything. Like, um it's it's a great it's a great character that you immediately get and then he is uh, just an amazing athlete. Oh my so, god, yeah. that that smooth armbar that he does to Luke Menzies too. Like, so they're doing a show of strength, right? They get back. They they're in. They're holding hands. They're locked in hands. And um, Matt Riddle jumps, puts his feet on Luke Menzies' thighs, lands on his back, pulls Luke Menzies <laughs> down. Then he like kicks him up into the air, wraps his feet around Luke Menzies and just transitions into a arm bar and a leg hold. And like smooth, there was no, 
it all right. happened in like two seconds. This match accomplished a lot. Uh, it introduced everyone to Riddle if they didn't know him before. It put over Menzies. I mean, he looks oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. though, and it wasn't even that long of a match, right? Because right. those two guys don't have to have a super long match. They're spending 2,000 calories every second because they're so big and strong. So yeah. uh, it, it, was, uh, it was great. I can't wait to see more. Uh, NXT is stacked and there's got something's got to give like who's leaving is what I keep thinking oh and to me riddle <laughs> sadly riddle like I <laughs> I feel like if Vince just watched this one match he's like yeah okay I gotta take him you know like he can't stay there anymore he's main raw I feel like he's on NXT already signed to the main roster but NXT is if you're if you're able to stay out of trouble for six weeks we'll just bring you on up <laughs> He's that right. good. And the other thing that I noticed during the match was his form because I did bring myself into this. I did Taekwondo uh, for a long time. Got a black belt myself in high school. And oh, wow. I, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, dude. And uh, I won't fight you. <laughs> well, it's Taekwondo. Going to, but... It's Taekwondo. Okay, okay. Taekwondo is not like the hardcore martial arts. I will admit that. It is good. Like I did fighting tournaments and stuff and you know mm -hmm. how to fight people off. But it's more about Taekwondo is considered like uh, the ballet of martial arts. It's really about dancing with your feet, and um, really good though for your overall fitness and yeah. uh, footwork and all that. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So you learn a lot about form, especially foot form, like doing roundhouse kicks and stuff. And Matt Riddle did some round. Bringing this back to the match, Matt Riddle did some uh, really amazing roundhouse kicks. They just look simple. But it's amazing because, you know, wrestling, we hate this argument. It's fake, right? But they're making contact and stuff. And the hardest part for wrestlers is to make the contact look real. Matt Riddle's got so much talent because he has that experience. His roundhouse kicks are so impeccable. Like, he can make it look like he's hitting him hard on Luke Menzies. That's it. You, you Bingo, heard it. Because yeah, you, because you watch a magician and you know it's not magic, right. but you're looking right at it and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I like. Wrestling can do that sometimes too. If they're really good, sleight of hand, uh, they're just constantly tricking you to where you're like, oh my God, oh. Yeah. And so you, you have these reactions <laughs> like woven in, like these reactions to what's actually happening to where real worry, like, oh, I hope he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Woven into this story about two people fighting each other and... uh yeah, we just now we're just breaking down pro wrestling again. But Matt yeah. Riddle, you're a good pro wrestler, so thanks yeah. for helping us figure that out. And did you notice the one? <laughs> I could just be like this the entire thing because I rewound the match so many times. He jumps onto Luke Menzies' tummy, like with his back, <laughs> and bounces off of Luke Menzies and lands never... on his feet. But if it's a grown man, it's not a tummy. It's his, it's his stomach. <laughs> I can't get with that. Uh, no, I, I, I that was awesome. Uh, yeah. And and again, it's it's one of those things where if you're gonna put Matt Riddle in there with someone, uh, I much prefer this to then to th some sort of a local talent squash match because yeah. oh my god, then you're like, you know, Riddle clearly is some sort of a next level talent, and then yeah. you're like, oh well, this other guy's not too bad either. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, you could tell they think the world of him because you're right; they didn't give him just some local talent. They gave him Luke Menzies to look as strong as possible, and the fact that it was Luke Menzies, and he put him in a hold for a forced bell ring. At, yes, for the win. It wasn't like a countout. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't a three count. It was, they had to force the bell a because stoppage. he was, yeah. It's great. I love, God. I love stoppages. Uh, that's, I mean, that's how Shayna won. Uh, Triple H apparently loves stoppages. Um, yeah. And, and I think back to another one I really liked uh, was when Kevin Owens first came into NXT and beat oh. Sami Zayn. He, it was just a brutal uh, stoppage match because Kevin Owens had attacked Sami Zayn beforehand, had injured him, and then got an early advantage in the match and just beat the hell out of him and then just won the title quickly. And it was a shock because Kevin Owens had just arrived in NXT. Yeah. Uh, and so just the, I, just the fact that that NXT is more willing to do that. It's not overused. Those should be rare, but um, to have them is nice. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, that's, I mean, I could talk all day about Matt Riddle. We'll talk, we we'll should. talk, we'll have many more opportunities to yeah. talk about Riddle. I really, I, I had one other thing to say, which was that I really liked his palm strikes. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Well done. Um, I This is my old man, this will never happen opinion, but I'd be, cool with getting rid of closed fists or making it illegal because um closed fist punches usually don't look great right and uh if you get punched in the face you should like go down <laughs> so like i i um i think they should be used wrestlers should punch each other but just not when the ref's looking or if the ref sees it he should uh do something about it but that's never gonna happen uh but riddle uh if it did happen he'd be fine because his palm strikes are killing it well they're real those are real that's a real strat. Like palm strikes are real, you know? And he made it look like that because he knows from MMA and his years of martial arts training or whatever he's done, you can just tell his form is so good that those are yeah. real palm strikes and he's able to make them look good. Um, yeah, no one knows how to throw... I mean, come on, we've seen Shane McMahon. And damn it, I'm going to say one forever. more thing about Matt Not Riddle good. because it gives, me, it gives me fire on the inside. When he was fired by UFC because he failed the yeah. drug test for cannabis... Uh, he he uh, Dana White went on TV, called him a loser and a burnout, yeah. and it's just like and a pothead, and it's just like, have you seen this guy's work on yeah. the independent wrestling scene? Right here, he clearly is none of those things. Uh, you know, I understand you have a policy to uphold, but it's just anyway. I, I you know, I'm still angry about that, even though Riddle's doing fine. He's about to make a bunch of money, not killing himself. Yeah. No, I, I think that's right. And it makes me angry too because Dana White does some things with UFC that's kind of just silly. Like he's going to turn it well, into a circus. I mean, he's kind of doing that already, yeah. you know? So like calling someone a loser like that, but then getting behind uh, a guy. <laughs> I mean, what was the thing that just happened between, uh, well, was it Conor McGregor and Yeah, McGregor is like throwing like throwing stuff into a bus and it like yeah. glass went everywhere and it's like and 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 Matt Riddle uh smoking weed is apparently much much worse than that he yeah. can never come back so exactly um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway Matt we're glad you're here on this side on the pro wrestling side uh we love you and and oh I God. I know that I, I, and I know that the weed penalty in WWE is far lower. <laughs> it's uh, talk to Randy Orton about it. You'll probably be fine. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I just love it. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. What's next? Uh, Shayna. That's the name of our podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Shayna Baszler beat. Kyrie. Did you watch this match at Evolution? Yes, I did. So I thought it was really great because uh, Kyrie showed some really good speed and a lot of good counters early on. 
Uh, I really liked her sweeping the leg of Shayna and it caught Shayna off guard. So that moment, when that happened, it was like the first 30 seconds of the match. Uh, Kyrie sweeps Shayna, she trips her, and then the camera goes close up on Shayna's face and she's like really surprised, right? Yeah. And um, couldn't believe that was done to her because of all this training, she's supposed to have gotten rid of all of her weaknesses by now. You know, if you've watched all of the promos, that was all her training was about. Right. So that sweep, I was like, holy crap. She's misjudged Kyrie some more. This could end with another Kyrie win. Uh, I thought that was some good foreshadowing. But we see Kyrie would have won, right? Kyrie would have won if the the force the force horses the force there. horses I, yeah i i, I agree that that is the implication we don't know for yeah. sure obviously but because it's a fake story but it, it yeah. uh, is the implication that she had the upper hand uh and uh yeah shana relies on a little help from her friends and yeah. that is exactly the opposite of what she's been saying this whole time and what she would say later yeah uh what we see pulling it back to the nxt episode um, we saw. Well, hold on. Was it NXT where we saw Kyrie come in from the back? Kyrie was like, she was like yeah. wanting to confront Shayna, yeah. but was being held back by a ref. She was she was clearly injured, and then Shayna uh, is claiming that you know she when she lost to Kyrie, she she, she that was her losing. It wasn't Kyrie winning. Yeah. Uh, that now she's proven that she's better, which is great because of course you haven't, uh, and then. Well, that's even funnier. You know, she, Hold up. That's even funnier because you're right. She wasn't, she didn't say she uh, lost because of Kyrie. She lost because of herself, right? Mm-hmm. But now she can't say that she won by herself. Right? She does, She does though, in this promo, and which is great because oh, you yeah. can just be like, no, you're, you're, you're wrong. And, and sort of like leaves with her friends. Just, yeah. just like, you know, <laughs> I've got the title now. Um, and it's great. I, I would be in for um, another match. Oh, I think there's going to be. They they alluded to that with Kyrie coming backstage and trying to confront, like you said. Um, but then she couldn't because she was hurt. Yeah, that's not over yet. Um, I don't know how it ends, right? Because I think they're doing such a good job. Shayna could win again. Um, and then Kyrie could just move up or whatever. I think they're both ready. Uh, so whatever it, the next I, match is, it's going to be the end of the feud, I bet. Right. They've done a good job of keeping them both strong throughout the feud as well. Um, yeah. and, and keeping them both d- very different from each other. Uh, the, the next up, we had Lacey, uh, just a promo for next week. We're going to see Lacey yeah. live. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that too, because more Lacey is best Lacey for me. I, yeah. I'm telling you, man, great. Lacey and Bianca are the future. They yep. are amazing. They're I th- ready. I think you're right because Shayna and Kyrie are going to move up and you got Bianca and Lacey ready. Um, yep. Yeah, that's you're right. It's exactly what's going to happen. And Candace is probably going to get more screen time. Um, Candace man, and g- Nikki, I think, are are going to have a thing, and that will be fun. Yeah, if Candace is dark, man, like who? They got Dakota. She's kind of a um a baby face. Who else? Like, there's a lot of heels now, right? We got to know for sure what's happening with Candace. Yeah, we got to know. Yeah, that'll but, be but next week. There's this like tag match that comes up next in the episode that I like jumped the gun on earlier because it was Birch and Lorcan versus yeah. Raul Mendoza and a guy I haven't seen yet but Umberto Ca- Carrillo and I uh, did my best there but he is amazing <laughs> uh, every, all four competitors in this match yeah. uh, were amazing 
Yeah, and Raul came across super strong again. It's exactly why he got that almost standing ovation when we saw him live because he just surprises everyone how with how with how fast he is, with all the lucha stuff he does, and it's always smooth, uh, never botched, and God, he's so good. And Umberto, we've never seen him before. Yes. He's doing the same stuff. Um, yeah, those guys are a really fiery. I don't know that they're going to remain a team, but um, I really liked Bert, Birch and Lorcan. I've already talked about how much I love yeah. them, but the fact that you had their style against the Luchador style, and you just had two teams that really wanted to win, and there wasn't any tomfoolery, there wasn't any trickery. It was just an awesome match, and the the audience was in on it, and really just like enjoying both teams. Yeah, it was interesting for me because. I've liked Raul more since we saw him live because you, we really got to see what he could do. Um, uh-huh. This match, I always go for Oni and... Um, is it? No, it's Danny and Oni, yeah. So I always go for Danny and Oni because I really like them, except Raul and Umberto were just so likable that yes. I wanted them to win. Like, I didn't want Oni and Danny to win. And another thing <laughs> about Raul is he always sneaks up when he comes out it's like okay here's a wrestler but then when he wrestles it's like oh that's a like some sort of a superhero so yeah. um i like i like that i like the unassuming type of because he gives off that vibe of just like oh that could just be a guy that i walk up to um but then he gets in the ring he does his thing and uh i wanted to say another thing about birch when when danny birch goes down to the mat that whole belly to mat thing to trip up your opponent as yeah. they're running across uh that usually looks terrible yeah <laughs> i don't like how that looks normally when he does it he does it with like all this gusto all this emphasis he does it with speed he does it with a snarl on his face and i just yeah. wanted to say thank you uh because birch in every second of every match is giving everything to the match um and and i just appreciate that yeah he's a good talent yeah a- again and he's he- like making every moment count because his character is showing you why I don't know how that makes sense, but like, like you said, it's in his face when he's doing such yes. a trivial move that doesn't work for anyone else. He's it making never it work seems like he's face. trying to figure out a pro wrestling match. It always seems like he's in a fight. Yeah. Um, he had some really good plain spoken promos in NXT UK to set him up for yeah. a match with Pete Dunn, which will probably be a fun one to watch. Um, yeah, that was and interesting. I just, I'm glad that he's getting, well, he, I'm glad he got signed. I'm glad that this late in his career uh, he, that he's getting these sorts of opportunities. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah, because how old is that guy? Is he in his 40s? Ooh, why don't we, I, I'm going to look it up. He, I want to say 38. That would be my guess. No, he's 36. He's 36. Oh, he's 36. Okay, so he's yep. a year older than me. Okay. Great. Yeah, but unlike you, he's been wrestling since he was a, you know <laughs> since he was a teen yeah yeah that's the other thing <laughs> yeah that that'll age you um but he uh yeah great great stuff uh what what's next the ue promo yeah that- okay here's the thing we were supposed to have i was confused with this we were supposed to have a match right right okay well at this point in the show after the danny oni raul umberto match we had like seven minutes left and i was thinking to myself how is this even going to be a match? Like, there's no time for a match here. And then they don't even 
go to the match, they go to a promo with UE doing their schoolyard stuff. Right. At the monkey bars. I'm like, they're doing this now? Like, I, it just, the timing was throwing me off because when you watch it on the network or the way mm-hmm. I watch it, I, for some you reason, see that time bar. Yeah. yeah I wasn't there. watching the time bar, but that would have okay. definitely, if I'd have known there wasn't much time left, that would have been like, that would have set up the same red flag to me. Yeah. But I, I liked this because it was definitely different. Um, through a wrench in the uh, old gear I love there. It. Yeah, it was great. Um, their promo, they were doing their thing. And I, I love that at one point in the promo, and actually two points, Adam Cole makes it, he says, we are ready. We are ready. Yeah. And then immediately after that, they get attacked and they were not ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Cole's face, because he gets attacked so, first, he's standing so in good. the back hanging. And yeah, he... <laughs> Can you believe Undisputed Era? During this entire uh, brawl, they were amazing. They were yeah. just selling so well. Bobby, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, let's let's do this in order of time because they get pulled okay. out of their little uh, schoolyard promo uh, segment, which is great. I yeah. love that that was interrupted and turned into a real live thing because yeah. um, you just assume it's taped and then yeah. like it messes <laughs> with you because the brawl actually works its way back into the... Uh, into the you know, audience. Yeah. So that's right. So they, they were, nailed it. Yeah. It was the audience and then they went outside, right? It ended outside. Yes. Yeah. They were in the, the little food court area. Yeah. The outside thing was hilarious to me because I don't know if you were about to say this about Bobby Fish, but he <laughs> tries to escape and he goes over to the door and he's like trying desperately for the handle to open up this locked door. But like two feet to the left is an open garage where he could have just slipped in and it was significant. Like the opening was significant. It was, he could have just barely crouched and got in there. That just made me laugh. And yes, I did make a note about it (laughs) because he's, he's so afraid he's got tunnel vision. That's the only way to, to to explain (laughs) that. And he's like door. And then it's like clearly (laughs) locked and, oh man. And then, um, war Raiders throwing those guys around, uh, fun stuff, ricochet coming in, uh, even though, you know, the War Raiders starting this fight is a little, you know, crummy, but they've also been on the receiving end of some, you know, dastardly things from UE. So how it, long can you? Yeah. How long can you take it, man? You can't take bullying for so you can't take it for that long. You got to have had enough. And yeah. then what we end up with is Ricochet gets involved and finally Pete Dunn gets involved yeah. to make it even. And now we have our War Games match. and I'm excited. You, you, Undisputed Era. Uh, made that match last year. They're in it again this year, and I think that's the right call. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. I am excited about watching that match, but I also am hesitant. Well, not hesitant. I did have a question for you. Like, do you think War Raiders hasn't had a lot of screen time, right? And I felt like War Raiders have been trying to be built up as a very big threat to have the titles. Do you think? Adding Dunn and Ricochet dilutes from that that building would, of such a threat. It would, I think, if there were, um, if we, you know, if we were heading directly to a title match. But okay. we're not going to have that tag yeah, title match true. at War Games because we have to have War Games. Um, but you can spin off. Uh, you can you can have Cole continue to have his you know friction with Dunn and Ricochet. Uh, actually, I, Roddy has has the history with Dunn. Uh, these two other guys being added into the mix 
have real issues with Undisputed Era. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm okay with it for that reason. Okay. Um, but as soon as this War Games thing's over, it's all going to, you know, go back to where, like, like War, Ga- uh, War Raiders, rather, will, I'm sure, be the next in line for the tag titles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense to me. And that's a lot of talent in one match. So that's why I'm excited about it. They're going to do a really great job. I can't wait to see how Ricochet works with the War Raiders. Like that kind of style. They're going to help him fly even higher. Like think about the combination of moves that they can get done with War Raiders and Ricochet, you know, and done. But like, man. I'm I'm really, I mean, the last, last year's was pleasantly a surprise more than I, because I, I do look back on the old War Games matches and I like them, but I don't look at that format as something that we just have to have. Like people were wanting War Games, but when it was announced that NXT was going to do War Games, I was like, I want to see that. I want to see NXT. I want to see Triple H's take on this match. And I don't know if you remember the one from last year. I thought it was a blast and uh, we're getting another one. Yeah. No, I remember loving it because it's NXT and I love everything NXT. Even Nikki Cross. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I said, <laughs> I figured it out. I got over it. I understand. Everyone has to blink. So I'll, I'm giving her a little bit more slack, right? She is part of a, a really colorful cast of characters. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean the 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 cast of or the roster of NXT um, is there's just something to to latch onto for anybody. And the characters are consistent and they make sense. And uh, yeah, are we going to end every podcast with talking about how much we like NXT? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny to me how most of the time when that, well, every time it does happen, it's completely natural. It's not written into our notes, you know, that's true. Um, That's how, you know, we're so passionate about it, you know, Um, but you're right. It's just consistent, man. So I uh, okay. Before we end, did you want to talk about UK at all? Yeah, I have a couple notes on on UK just to keep things going. Um, there were two episodes, so we'll just we'll just touch on it. But yeah, that uh, was Birch a is being pushed. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. Uh, Birch is being pushed for a match with Dunn, and yeah. I think that's something I'm looking forward to. He had a great match against Sam Gradwell. I noted that the Noam Dar Zach Gibson match was something I enjoyed, and yeah. I'm also impressed with Jordan Devlin. So those are my like really quick notes. Yeah, I so I wasn't feeling good, and I went to bed, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna watch all of NXT UK that I missed. So I essentially watched three episodes back to back to back, and uh, nice. I had a good time. Like I saw the Zach Gibson promo you talked about, where the crowd was just booing him. Like okay, and I had to look up why they were doing that because it seemed <laughs> uh-huh. like a thing right right and it is a thing and i thought it was funny and i didn't know what they were saying and they were saying like if you hate if you hate gibson take your shoes stand off stand up shoes it off, stand up yeah yeah and i love that and the booze were just overpowering and he felt good he had to say turn my mic up so he could talk <laughs> over the booze and they boo the entire time for his entire promo that guy is a great heel. He never lost it. He never let it get to him. So you can mm-hmm. tell that this is his thing. Like this is his character he's been working with. 
And uh, dude, in the line specifically so cool. where they get up on his face and he's like, "This is the face of," and it's just yeah. like of a new brand. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. He yeah, because they explain it a little bit on commentary, like they may hate him because he's from the north of England and everything. Yeah. So he he comes down. He he's you know he's like I'm the best in the, from the north and everything, and and uh, he's also just just horrible. He's just a horrible. Yeah kind of presence and uh but then in the match and i talked about this before but he is a suffocating opponent he's the kind of guy who slows the match down yeah uh and 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 his finisher which is really effective and has finished off a lot of people is just this really like he just locks in this um shankly gates uh and it's like a, a modified you know arm bar i don't i don't know words but the point is it's very like it's like it's just depressing. It's just like, yeah. oh my god, not this. Yeah, and uh, he's just an ultimate villain. I think um, him going up against Dunn is just going to be electric. It was before, so uh, I'd like to see that again. But I don't know if that's what's going to come next. Yeah. So far, for me, when it comes to these villains, right? I think he really does embrace that word villain. Like Champa to me isn't a villain yet. Like it's. I like Champa. I want to I want to chant like I want to be positive for Champa. I don't want to boo Champa. Like I'm gonna I see. you know, I'm gonna chant him, I'm gonna be positive on Champa. I haven't had a villain or a heel where I am actually actively booing him and having a fun time booing him. Like there have been I, heels that I hate, like actually hate and don't want to see wrestle. But with Zach Gibson, I like to boo him you know i feel like i'm doing my part it's fun right and he's really good at that he is good and you also he he always makes his opponent look like just the best thing ever yeah um and very important as well but uh yeah i had that experience recently i was watching a match with randy orton and Rey mysterio jr and uh normally i like randy orton but you know i just could not have handle him yeah picking on my hero so uh <laughs> zach gibson is gonna pick on your heroes folks yeah yeah it was good um and i liked all the other stuff i was watching i just want more story i hope they have built in time for a little bit more story with these characters because it's weird watching if you haven't watched nxt uk yet some of the promos are shot like on a white wall and they're not shot it's sh- well it's, and it's echoey. You can tell production wise it's a little bit, it's just, it's thinner. Yeah, uh, it's weird though because you you have production that works already and you have a template to follow. You think you would be able to replicate that <laughs> across the ocean, right? Like, I th- Yeah. Well, I, I think they'll grow into it. Um, yeah. This is the first like run of, of their shows and uh i do like one thing that's come out of there just having a limited production um i don't know if it's budget or whatever but it's limited their production is more limited than nxt for example yeah um for now at least uh but they've had those they've had two in-ring promos one was zach gibson and one was danny birch and where the the camera's just in the ring they're talking to the audience the camera's sort of moving around with them and i thought if you're going to be limited that's a cool that's that's like a cool thing to do. I love I, as long as it's done well. As long as the person giving the promo is yeah. passionate, uh, which they were both times, um, it works. So I, I do like the limitations when they can pull it off and and make it cool. Yeah, yeah. But I liked it all. I will be watching it some more. 
if you're listening to this, I want to thank you for putting up with me and Kyle as we, you know, sick and sober our way through this recording. Um, yeah. And thank you, f- thank you for watching NXT. I hope you got that we really liked this episode, and I hope you liked it too. Yeah, it was great. Uh, we, we saw some storylines progress, and next week, I mean, every week they're going to do something with Gargano, so that's what's really exciting. Uh, when is and, War Games? Is that in two weeks? It's in two weeks. It's on the 14th, I think. Oh, my. So it is, let's see, War Games 2. That's what I want to find out. Yeah. November we did 18th? see we did see uh, the title match, the title card, or the match card for uh, Johnny Gargano and Al- Aleister Black, and don't let it go unnoticed that Johnny Gargano was wearing the Venom outfit with a grimace. Mm. You know, so with he was wearing a grimace outfit. <laughs> he was wearing a what grimace an evil, mask. what a bastard! <laughs> oh my god, who? What's next? The the Hamburglar. Um, no, I I think that is important. I think uh, again, this is a show about details that matter. So yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I feel like well, my time is being well used because if I sit there and I pause yes. something and I'm like, holy shit, did anybody notice this detail? No, well, I'm gonna go off on it for about 30 minutes with Nick, and it ends up being true. Like that is so fun. I love Even if it. it ends up being true, not all the time. It's oh, really right, fun. it's still fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I mean, that's uh, that's that's the best part about chatting about the show. Uh, is just uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm very trying off to my normal. It. I'm trying to I'm find trying. that natural end to the show, and we can't find it. It's uh, thanks for yeah. listening. You already had that. Thanks for listening. What we need to do is have like a just a big crashing sound and like not explain what happens at the end. And then, you know, people want to tune in for the next one. Bruh.